This week on Erotic Awakening, the biochemistry of kink, George, and bats in the audience. Awesome. So we'd like to thank our latest Patreon supporter, George. Thank you, George. We enjoy creating and recording this podcast, and we hope that you enjoy listening to them. When you become our patron, it gives us a chance to apply more energy towards creating. I'm not wearing a shirt, but <laughs> for as little as a dollar a month, you can buy me a shirt as well as support the podcast and get us access, get you access to special content that reveals why I don't have a shirt on. Indeed. So head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening to take a look at the options. Welcome to erotic awakening. Oh, regardless, thanks for and enjoy the show is what I should be saying. Instead of welcome to erotic awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening when? Right now. Boom. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Where's my shirt? I, I took it. You did take it. So for, uh, like Dan was saying, for those of you that um, are Patreon supporters, you get a link to see our dares and you can find out why Dan is shirtless. <laughs> I'm not wearing a shirt, but I won. You did. You did. You won. So uh, today so today on the podcast, we are going to talk about, uh, we had a fantastic interview with uh, Sir Phoenix when mm-hmm. we were at Leather Leadership Conference in Atlanta last weekend, LLC, which by the way, you should absolutely go. Indeed. Absolutely. It's a one of a kind event. Um, I would highly recommend it for anybody that wants to run a group, be a producer, be a volunteer, be um, a podcaster. We've done mm -hmm. podcasting teaching there. Be a presenter, just anything like that. Any sort of leadership, volunteering or whatever in the community. Highly recommend it because all the classes are about how to do those things and do those things well. Yep. And we had some fantastic interviews that we got at LLC, one of them with Sir Phoenix, which we're going to share with you tonight Mm -hmm. on the biochemistry of kink. Very interesting. I thought it was going to be dumb. No, it was interesting. I found out it was very interesting. My eyes lit up. I mean, when he was talking about the different chemistries, and most of us know about the different chemicals that our bodies release during BDSM. That's why we like it. But he he explains it, and it just it just makes it all make sense. And most of us don't know. Most of us have words that we have heard other people say, like endorphins, that we right. repeat. So it was neat to hear that mm-hmm. science behind it a little bit. Yep. Uh, other than that, we have not much else going on. Don, I do have a question of the day, which you are not aware of. I'm stealthing oh, you with a question of the day. To me. No, I don't. I give you 10 minutes to find the I question do, of the day. I do, and I can't. And you can't. And you get into conversations with Bat, who's sitting over there, for those people on the <laughs> camera. And um, I said, fuck it. We're just going to go do it, because I already had one uh, in my hat. So hat. actually, this came from waiting. a listener okay. uh, about a week ago in Dawn. Yes. I don't know if you actually have any a lot of expertise with this. I have a little bit. How do you deal with breaking up with someone when there's a significant amount of kink involved. Ooh, when there's kink involved, you're right. I don't know that I have a lot of experience with that. Uh, The person I broke up with, it was Polly. And one of the reasons for breaking up with him is because he wasn't kinky enough. (laughs) I finally taught him how to bite and then he would giggle. So it wasn't wasn't pretty. And uh, because of that, I decided that anybody else I date needs to have some experience with kink. Mm -hmm. So, But um, for breaking up with a kinky person, I don't think I have any experience yeah, with that. It, it's really interesting because the way I do kink um, is wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you and I were going to do a scene where I was slapping your wrist or slapping your 
inner arm. Inner arm meat. That's inner arm meat. Forearm. Forearm. Forearm, why not? Um, I wouldn't just slap your forearm, right? I would first sit and have coffee with you and we talk about, you know, why do you get into forearm play? What's that mean mm -hmm. to you and who was that like? And you end up telling me about your cat for no good reason or other life stuff, right? Right. And then when we actually did the, then when we actually <laughs> did the forearm play, um, it would be, yeah, we're gonna do this, but we're also gonna do some of this, we're gonna connect this way, and we're gonna do this kind of shit as well. You know, it's gonna be a very significant scene. I'm and afterwards. It. We're going to talk again about how four place, how forearm works for you, mm -hmm. and forearm play, and all that kind of shit. So when I do kink play, even though it's just kink play, when I create a relationship that there's a, a breakup potential, right? This isn't a one and done sort of situation. It's significant, so the, the breakup is significant. The challenge is when you break up with somebody, and you know it's always painful if you're going to break up with somebody. I can't say it's always painful. Sometimes people handle it very well. Part of it is to handle it very straightforwardly and to continue to communicate with that person. And without as, drama. With as drama-free as, as possible. possible. Yeah. And sometimes that means changing communication methodologies. Um, and I really wish that instead of being on the audience, that Bat was actually on the show because she has some experiences that she shared with me. Like sometimes you just have to change the communication medium, right? Mm -hmm. This person, because of anger and hurt feelings, can't hurt hear me in text anymore. So we're going to flip to email. Then we're going to flip to actual sitting down and talking to each other. So you find the communication medium you need to, to communicate as much as you need to. And then you find out what you actually need from that person. And the problem is, the biggest problem with breaking up in a kink relationship is if you're both part of the public scene. That's what I would think would be the hardest because you'd be running into them. Right. Because the, scene, the, the scene's only so big. Right. So you're, you're either negotiating, okay, I'm going to go to the first Saturday play party and you can go to mm -hmm. the formal BDSM party. Mm -hmm. Or you're saying da, da 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 you know, that kind of negotiation. Yeah. I actually had someone bring that up during an energy intensive that I did. They mm -hmm. wanted to know how to build shields so that if that other person was in the same room, that they wouldn't have to leave, that they could end up putting up a shield and being able to deal with it. Right. So that was, that was an interesting question about shields that I hadn't had before. A lot of it comes to be as a person who broke up with someone to be self-confident, to be, mm. this is who I am and this is what I need. And this is the path that I'm going to take. And, and I'm thinking of a um, long time ago, slave C from Cleveland land. When I broke up, when I terminated that relationship, it was what I needed to do. And I knew I needed to do it. And I did it as gently and compassionately as possible, but still stay on point that this is what I need to do. Right. I know that uh, one of our friends had a challenge where the other person continued to flop back and forth, whether they actually wanted to be broke up or not. Oh, so that's why rough. that those situations are completely rough. Um, other than that, Right. Other than that, it's all normal breakup shits, right? Yeah. Just because you're kinky doesn't mean anything. You're fulfilling a thing for the person, but if it wasn't kink, maybe you were snow diving together. So I think snow diving. Snow diving, snow diving, snowboarding, muff diving together, muff diving, snowboarding, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you do so in such a way that is as honorable as possible, mm -hmm. um, but still you have to be true to yourself. So there's that balance. So I don't know if that's actually valuable to how do I break up in a kinky situation. Um, same way you break up in any other situation, right? Yeah. So I think the only difference is, is that there is a community that you both belong to. Right. So, I mean, there could still be a community if, if you're 
not kinky, you know, you could be a chess tournament community or something, right? Right. In, in the kink world, you're, you're going to have this community. So how do you deal with each other in that? So Especially because you're going to see your ex, mm -hmm. not only at a play party, but in very intimate situations. Right, mm -hmm. so that's an oh, yeah. additional you layer of You might see them sneaky. naked with somebody Absolutely. else. You might see them moaning for somebody else. So that could be a little difficult. I got lucky with the the one that I broke up with, and that he wasn't part of any of the communities. He right. had actually met me through the podcast. Mm -hmm. So and um, yeah, he wasn't part of any community. So I've only run into him one time in the last six and a half years. Right. So and that was at Bad Porn and Brownies. <laughs> Right. He showed up oh, yeah. with, that, with the girlfriend that he had cheated on me with. So that was interesting. <laughs> that would be weird for the ex to show up with the girl he cheated on you with at, and but like to come to your home. Yeah, like, it was here at the space, space with bad porn and brownies. But eh, here's another way you whatever. can keep it. Here's another way to him, do shook her hand. Yeah. You handle it like a pro. Another way to handle kinky breakups is before you break up with anybody, buy the local dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so you really, you know, if they want to break up, you're fine. Where are you going to be going? Because right. this is my house. Right, right. Drama, drama free. Yeah, drama free. Yes. Uh, so we wanted to thank. Oh, you're supposed to say, what do you think? Oh, so what do you think? Sorry. So what do you think? Head on over to our Facebook page. So I didn't get the question of the day posted from the last podcast. So there might be two questions out there now. Um, go to erotic, erotic Awakening Podcast, all one word, and share your thoughts. And we really would appreciate that if you have some insight. Mm -hmm. This did, is not a question that we just yanked off of Reddit. This is something somebody wrote us about it. Share your insight as well. Exactly. And if you have any more questions of the day, we'd love to hear them as well. After what episode is this? Four hundred and. 77 maybe mm -hmm. something like that um yeah we could use some more questions of the day because we love answering them we just would like to see some more if you're a big podcast listener then you've probably noticed the trend in podcasting nowadays is they have a lot of commercials a lot of advertising yeah. uh, the new podcast i've been listening to lately oh i've been really digging mo rocca does a podcast called mobituaries where he I talks know that name mo rocca is you know him from um the NPR show that we like. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's also yeah, he's correspondent for CBS. That. Okay. But uh, Mobituaries is where he'll talk about people that died, obviously. And he'll mm -hmm. talk about their lives. He just did one on the Siamese twins. Mm -hmm. uh, really fun podcast to listen to. I may have to listen to that. You should. The problem with it, and it's not necessarily a problem, but at the beginning of the podcast, there's a commercial. Midway through, there's a commercial. So it's the thing in podcasts now that they're popular and corporate. They're run. trying to make money off of them. Right. And yeah, Fantastic. So are we. Business venture. We're not doing commercials. Instead, we're, we're relying on our patron supporters. And sometimes we have people that say, I'm not supporting your fucking patron. And we say, all right, fuck you. You don't have to. It's fine by me. <laughs> and they say, how about I just buy you a cup of coffee? So you, we had a listener write in and say, I don't want to do that patron thing. I just want to buy you a cup of coffee. So we put up, we rebuilt the Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, right. out on the Erotic Awakening website so they could go buy us a cup of coffee. They actually bought us somewhere around the, the range of 20? 20 fancy Starbucks coffees. Yeah. So that was really nice. And it's actually kind of weird because with that we don't do advertising anymore because we had somebody <laughs> at LLC go, oh, we, we've been trying to put together a new advertisement so we can give it to the podcast so you can guys will advertise our stuff. And KJ Keynes, if you guys listen to the old podcast, we did a lot of advertising with KJ Keynes mm -hmm. and love their stuff. And I said, well, you can't advertise on the podcast anymore, but I will at least mention you. I will say and that that 
Yeah, feel free. Oh, I was going to say, there's actually two people I okay. want to mention. One is KJ Keynes. The other one's Bad Dragon. So the Bad Dragon dildos, I'm going to start mentioning their stuff every great now and then because they are um, donating a box of dildos again to the silent auction for PXS. Oh, fantastic. I'm excited. Look at the chills. It's like, because <laughs> that's where my tentacle dildo came from, right? George, the one that got stolen, and Georgette. So, and she's still in the closet, but... <laughs> Hiding from the dildo <laughs> And I will say, it is somewhat fucked up, by the way. When you go to an event, you go to a vendor, they're talking like, oh, I'd love to advertise on your podcast. And he, they want to hand you this big bag of toys. And you're like, oh, we don't take advertising anymore. Damn. So, <laughs> which is okay. We we like we love the support we're getting from the Patreon. Oh, um, absolutely. It's hard to turn down free shit. Regardless of that, uh, while we were at the LLC, we ran into Dammit Adam and Laura, <laughs> who used to be locals here to the Columbus, and they moved far away um, to someplace um, we will not name. Yep. And also Sir Phoenix, who came to one of our classes. And like I said, we did an interview with him. But he also came to one of our classes and said, I listened to your podcast, but now I get to hear your voice in person. That was kind of awesome. And we made him do an interview with us, we which did. you'll hear later on the podcast. Absolutely. I do want to point out, though, Laura pulled me aside and said, and by say by what I mean by pulled me aside is very publicly said. Uh, I heard your comments on the podcast that you think twenty year olds are easy, and I had to think, what the fuck are you talking about? But what I, she was talking about was we had said, do you want to sleep with somebody twenty years younger than you or twenty years older? For a uh, question of the day, I Let's, remember that question. And Laura happens to be twenty years old, uh -huh. um, and she said she took it very personally that I said twenty year olds are easy. So I apologized. I paused for about three or four seconds. And I said, oh, by the way, if you're going to win a wickedness, do you got, do you want to play? Do some naughty stuff? She's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. I said, that was easy. <laughs> Boom! I thought that was pretty humorous, personally. Awesome. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not that's bad, good. right? That's good. Uh, so that's it. That's that show. <laughs> you're still thinking about that one. <laughs> Also wanted to mention that Vitalis Maverick reached out to say hi. Yep. So they are a travel nurse and have been listening to the podcast while they're traveling to go nursing. <laughs> I wondered what a travel nurse was. So that's what that means. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very they cool. Drive, they drive quite a bit every day to, to go nurse in different spots. And that's about it. That's the show. Oh, wait. There's a little bit more. There's a little bit more. No, there's a little bit more. We have to get to our fantastic interview with Sir Phoenix. We have to tell you that the random... Erotic Awakening Instagram follower of the day is Switch Bitch. Is it Switch Bitch or Switch Butch? I think I dropped a letter. I think you dropped a letter, but I don't know which one it is. I think it's Switch. I thought it was Switch Butch, but it could be Switch Bitch. I don't know. Understand, she is the one offending you. I've stopped talking already. And you can find us on Instagram and see the picture of the day, which will reveal my massive booby. <laughs> Okay, if you're listening to this, you really need to be watching it. <laughs> At Erotic Awakening is our Instagram hooby-doo. Don, let's play a round of Sexy Truth. We did Sexy Dare earlier today. All right, time for Sexy time for Truth. Sexy huh? truth. Okay. And our special guest, Bat, is going to read them for us. So I'm going to let her. There's two. And you can pick which one you want to ask. Oh, your arm's on camera now, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Do you get the same question? Or? No, 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 you answer. You get to pick which one you want to ask us. Yeah, oh, I like it. You gave me three. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. That. No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. So we both get the same one, huh? Well. <laughs> or do you want another one? It's called, no, it's called random. Okay. What's the most public place? Who are you asking? Um, okay. What's the most public place you'd fuck someone? What that I would or that I have? <laughs> the most public place you would fuck someone. Most public place that I would fuck someone. The first thing that popped into mind, because it's an old fantasy of mine, is on the dance floor. Any particular dance floor? No, just any dance floor <laughs> that's full of people. <laughs> I almost fucked someone in a dance floor. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking short skirt, short skirt, mm -hmm. and and drawstring and pants like Dan's wearing. It was a three way. Three -way oh fuck yeah! Floor. There you go. To tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because these other two. Pick one. Would you rather spank someone or be spanked? I'd rather <laughs> spank someone. I kind of figured that was, yeah. Yeah. What's the other one? With the other one is, would you rather dominate someone or be dominated? Mm. Those are these two, like, yeah. I can yeah. answer for you in your sleep. Right. No, you're not pulling any more. Oh, I was going to give her another one. Okay. I will say, though, the... Um, I don't have a question. Huh? Oh, let's ask you a question. Oh, we have to ask the guest All right, we're going to ask that Okay, so I'm pulling one out. All right. What do you think is the sexiest body part of the opposite sex? Oh, that's easy. Yeah. It's the same for the same sex for me too. Yeah. Which the, the very small of the back, right? As it dips Ooh. down to the crack of the ass. Small of the back. Small, small of the, the back. back. Male, okay. female. I just love Mine doesn't that. dip anymore. It's got a scar. Just that, just there, right there. See, uh, I thought you were going to say brain. Uh, <laughs> not no, for fucking? I, really, I dig that, but yeah, no. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, note for my, by the way, the, the public place that I want to have sex. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've not seen this. Actually, I, I got, I stole this from porn. <laughs> they have these trucks that th the back of the truck is the one way glass. Yeah. So you take the truck and you park it someplace very public. Yeah. And inside there's people fucking. So from the inside perspective, you can see all these people walking by. Nice. But from the outside perspective, all you're seeing is reflective glass. So every once in a while, somebody will stop and look at the glass. So it looks like, like they're a, looking at right, you. Right. Oh, that There's would be awesome. Like that in London. I noticed that one. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're inside, you're inside a mirrored cube. And inside, you're you're taking a dump, and people are just walking all around you, seeing you mirrored see glass. Them. But they yeah, can't that's not, see you. That would be so, scary. I'd like a little more privacy than I poop. I'd be, I'd, I would think it's uh, you're on candid camera and then they flip <laughs> the glass. <laughs> that's too much. You can have sex and you can go to the bathroom in public. I could have sex in the bathroom. In public. In public. Yeah. You know, because I used to have the whole mile high sort of fantasy, but I've been in those yeah. bathrooms. I don't think I want to have sex in there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, new subscribers to the newsletter. We are going to get to Surf Phoenix. We are going to get to our biochemistry of kink. But first, mm -hmm. we must tell you that Bobcat Jade of Georgia. And Cosmo Girl of sunny California. And Diane of North Carolina. Oh, we're all domestic this time. Are all new subscribers <laughs> to the newsletter. So get your EA shout out. Head over to eroticawakening.com and you'll find a link to the EA newsletter. Don, the random uh -oh. Reddit after dark question that you forced me to leave in here, even I though did. I don't have an answer, is... You are locked in a room for 24 hours with a sexy fictional character. Who is it and why? I don't know because I can think of a lot of them. Good, because I got right? none. Wolverine. Okay. See, I can do Wolverine. And I've actually played with uh, Michelle Belanger. 
wearing the Wolverine claws. Yes. Oh, that was hot. <laughs> that was hot. Um, and uh, so I can do lots of superheroes. Spider-Man. And I think I might have mentioned some of these before. Spider-Man and Octo. Doctor Doctor Octo. Yes. Doctor Octopus. Uh, but the other one that jumps into my head is um, what is the Jim Butcher series that I'm reading? Was reading. Oh, uh, the Jim Butcher. Jim series. Butcher series. Of course we know that oh one. shit! With the wizard. Dresden. Dresden Files. So, and just the way they describe Dresden, and because of the guy that used to play him on TV for the season that it was on TV. I could do Dresden. Okay. That would be awesome. So cool. You don't have any fictional characters that I would. Uh, the problem is a sexy fictional character that I want to be locked up with for 24 did hours. They say sexy or did they just say yes. Fictional? It says yeah. sexy fictional character. Sexy so fiction. Who does that with the question? As is Spock. Oh, yeah. well, Spock was sexy. Not to me. He's not oh. my thing. You don't have to be having sex with them. I automatically assumed you'd be having but sex no, that, with that them. But no, that is the assumption. Sexy that, fictional character. That is the assumption is that is for why? sex for 24 hours. Yeah. So I, I can't get the past hawk. the food that I'm hungry. I'm going to be hungry after 24 hours. So is there like a sex? Can I like maybe Julia Childs? Maybe. But, <laughs> but Dresden Files, she's, she's a wizard. He can like oh, do fuck. all kinds of shit. So is that Hermione chick? Is she, is she Hermione, of age yet? yeah. Oh, yeah. She's of age. Yeah, but she's kind of a cunt. Only in the first part. Uh, am I allowed to say that on my own podcast? Yes. <laughs> a bunch of Hermione fans out there might be rather pissed at that. And I believe that is the appropriate English term. What? Uh, I believe, like, what is it? Bloody is the same as fuck in English terminology. I oh, no, Australian is cunt. Everybody's a cunt in Australia. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, oh, she's a real cunt. And they mean it in a different way. Am I rationalizing? I think you're rationalizing, but I don't mind being called a cunt, so I don't see what the I problem is. I know, that's is. the problem. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I like it. It's a term of endearment. <laughs> Don, did you know the Australians don't really say cunt podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? I don't want to believe that. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. Remember iTunes used to be a thing? Now it's Apple Podcast. Oh, nice. Or just tell your friends. So finally on the podcast today, we're, before we get into our fantastic interview with Sir Phoenix, Phoenix, um, I wanted to mention that on uh, Goddessy, our own Goddessy, a staff for Beyond the Love and PXS uh -huh. and big fan of the space here, Indeed. did some of the artwork on the wall. She sent me green pepper in boobs. Well, she was trying to ask us or trying to tell us that we should post some pictures of what it is we're looking for. And she sent two pictures for you. She sent one with the green pepper with no nippleage mm -hmm. and then one with the green pepper with nippleage. Mm -hmm. And she's like, which one of these do you prefer? You should probably post it out there so people know. And then she sent me a tentacle of it was like a squid with body parts labeled. She said, is this what you want with tentacles or is it this? And it was a girl with, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, you guys can decide which ones you like better. I slapped that out on the Reddit. Head over to the erotic or Reddit dash R or slash R erotic awakening, uh, our own little Reddit group. And you can see goddesses, tentacle pics and her, Green pepper and boobs. And Sasquatch sent me. I haven't heard from Sasquatch in forever. And they sent me some tentacle pics as well. And some of the links are from Reddit. So I may have to oh. link on our Reddit to those Reddits to, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, so we just are leaving any moment now for Southwest oh Love Fest. In if you're out, days. if you are on, you're in the Tulsa, Oklahoma, you could see us the following week on 4 2. 
If you are in the, the hangout. Phoenix, Arizona, if you're in the Tucson, Arizona. Tucson or Phoenix. Uh, side note, Phoenix, Arizona, we're doing a gig on Tuesday night. We're doing the Arizona Poly Meetup. Um, on April 2nd. Which we really just kind of like slapped together in the last two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. And there's 50 people coming so far. So yep. feel so free to come gonna out. that's going to be great. So yeah, so this weekend is Southwest Love Fest. Mm -hmm. So, and that starts on March 29th. And that is a poly event. So we'll be there teaching and doing a book signing with our book. And then that Tuesday, like you said, April 12th, that's Arizona Polyamory. Mm -hmm. So we'll have the book there as well. The books just came in. Now we got to figure out how to get them on the airplane. And I know this cover is so satiny. And then, um, like you said, we'll be at Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Hangout. Yep. Saturday is a full day of power exchange. And we'll have our Living a Mess book. And Sunday is a half day of polyamory. I think it's like yep. from 10 to 4. I was just going through all these sheets. So I know these these times. But so 10 to 4 on Sunday. And if there are any books left of the polyamory toolkit, we will have those with us. I did send some already. Good. to the hangout. So there should be some there waiting for us. There will be at least five books there because that's how many I <laughs> that's sent. Because that's how many we had left because we were waiting for our third print job to come through. And other than that, if you are in Arizona, if you're in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. if you're in those neighboring nearby places, we're actually have a lot of um, break time. We will. The, we're just going to chill. So feel free to hit us up. We'll do a coffee. Introduce us to your local play space. or Indeed. Or just break some bread with us. So that would be awesome to meet some of you guys. Finally, we're going to talk to now. We are really going to talk to Sir Phoenix about the biochemistry of kink. Very fascinating conversation. If you're it watching on awesome. the old YouTube, here's what it looks like. Nah, you have to go listen to it. <laughs> we don't really have that video. You have to go listen to it. Bye, Don. Bye, Don. We get to say it. So here we are, still at the fantastic Leather Leadership Conference, and we were just teaching a class, and we were asking for different cool titles of mm -hmm. classes. We were. And Sir Phoenix spoke up and said, I'm teaching a class that's Biochemistry of Kink. The Biochemistry that, of Kink I'm, I'm presenting at Beyond Leather in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And, and we said, well, we're firing up the microphone because I want to know more about that. So first off, how are you qualified to teach a class called Biochemistry of Kink? Well, the story behind that is a little interesting. I actually was supposed to present on DDLG relationships. Okay. And I was drudging through it. I was doing okay, but I wasn't really passionate about it. And the producer uh, contacted me and said, hey, we've kind of got the DDLG lane kind of taken care of. Would you be interested in changing your presentation? I was like, oh, absolutely. Oh, nice. <laughs> absolutely. I definitely would. And I talked to uh, someone I consider a mentor of mine, and she said, well, teach what you love. Teach what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I said, great. I think I found it. And I pitched the biochemistry of kink. They took to it like a fish to water. And when I started doing the research on it, it just, it, it, it for me, it made itself. I have, okay. um, I have a background, I have a bachelor's degree in biology. I work in anatomic pathology. I have a degree in mortuary science. Uh, my sister is a surgeon. My grandmother is a nurse. And I even solicited my sister for some help with the, with the, with the presentation and it really just kind of just nice. took itself and I and and matter of fact I uh and I reached out to Dr. Brad I think his name is Brad Sargon Absolutely. out of yep. out of out of yep. NIU 
um, and started looking at his work as well and just it, it really just came, came to itself and I just loved it. So is this a class that is going to teach me how to use biochemistry to make better scenes or is it the back end just saying here's what happens during a scene to your biochemistry. Here's what happens during a scene. It, it's the stuff all of the all about the endorphins, Ooh, the, uh, the adrenaline, the, the adrenaline, or... all of that kind of stuff, and how it affects the top and the bottom. And the interesting thing about it that I've done that I've learned in my research, it is basically the same uh, endorphins and biochemistry in both the top and the bottom. It just has different effects. Okay. On each side. Okay. What it does to the bottom, it puts them in a more meditative state. Mm -hmm. it, in, in the top, it puts them in what's called a flow state. Yeah. And that's and it, and it, and it enhances their uh, their physical attributes, the muscle memory, all of that kind of stuff. And for the bottom, it puts them in a meditative state, and and literally changes the neurology in the bottom. That's. That's really cool oh, that because clicks, I want to, yeah, because I, I also want to ask you, and, and I don't know if you have an answer for it. So if you're usually like a dominant and you're bottoming, does it still put you in that meditative state? Absolutely. So it's the roles that you're playing at the time, the it's top the role, and the exactly. bottom, not the whether you're a master or a slave. Absolutely. And what happens oh, that's is neat. the interesting thing that I have kind of come across is for the bottom, it puts them in what's called... Uh, a hypo transient hypofrontality, okay. Okay. which means that it actually minimizes or cuts off part of the brain okay. during the play. That's why we like it so That's much. That's why the bottom, it, especially it those that... It shuts us down with our list. Yes, and, all, of those, oh. all of those things that you said about the little mental squirrels and stuff yes. like that, it shuts all of that down. Yes. And, what it, and, it, put, and it, chain, it actually puts them in a calmer state. That's why I believe my own little personal theory is that those that have issues with anxiety... Mm -hmm. They love that so much because it cuts all of that off. And the reason why you lose time during that, during that, that play is because time is also calculated in mm. the same area of the brain. Neat. So that's why time gets all distorted, especially for the bottom. You know, this would, I would absolutely love to take that class and to learn more about that because what's tripping in my head is that you said people with anxiety and stuff like that, you know, it, it, it actually helps them out. Mm -hmm. Some of us have uh, shame or guilt or something for liking the play and liking being on the bottom and liking being beat and liking all that stuff. If you've got like the science behind it as to why it's so powerful and oh, beneficial, yeah. huh. We don't have to feel that shame and that oh, guilt. Absolutely. We're doing something for our health. I'm sitting here with tingles going, I'm doing something for my health. I <laughs> need to be beat more. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and one other thing that it does is that during play, uh, nitric oxide is, is, uh, is produced in the bloodstream. Not nitrous oxide. You know, <laughs> oh, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. But nitric Get out your knees, little slave. <laughs> yeah. Nitric oxide um, flushes all the stress hormones <sighs> out of the blood. That's why we like on a very, scenes. On a very temporary basis. Okay. But it does. It flushes all of those stress hormones out of the body. And there is, my theory also with it, is that there is some type of um, link between the mind and the body, which probably most people would mm -hmm. think anyway. Because usually at the beginning of a scene, there's all the stress. Because usually, because from a physiological standpoint, 
social danger and physical danger manifest itself in the same body the exact same way. Okay. So mm. when you're in the middle of, when you're starting play, you're always thinking about, oh, is my butt ashy? Who's looking at me? Oh my God, you know, does he know what he's doing? Did I clean off this spanking bench before I got on it? All of those things start to play, I believe, play in the, in the uh-huh. mind of the bottom. Yep. But when they commit to the scene and are top that they really trust and they, and they, they, they struggle through that, the nitrous, the, the nitric oxide is released, mm-hmm. redu- flushes out the stress hormones, starts to change the neurology of the brain, go further with the scene, goes into transient hypofrontality, the brain shuts off, pain is reduced, all of that kind of stuff, and gives you that floating effect, all wow. of that kind of stuff. Very cool. It's, 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 it's fascinating to me. That's why I say it, it wrote itself when I did it. Very cool. This- so, this um, is amazing. Yeah, and we could absolutely go for another couple hours on this. And for me, as a non-science person, mm-hmm. shit's cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. So the way you're pretty cool. But you know cool. what? But like what I was saying, you can flip that too. So the submissives are like, oh my God, so this is healthy for my body. Dominants that have an issue with, oh my God, why am I beating somebody? Man, you've just given them a plus of... <laughs> I'm making them healthier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At least temporarily. I'm doing my thing for yeah. a few minutes. <laughs> so, um, due to time constraints, because we're it, nine thousand things going on here at LLC. We can't get deeper into this right now, but I want to go take this class. I want to find out more. How can people find out more about you and how they can get this class in their hometown? Well, I am I am on uh, Instagram as Real Phoenix Black. I am on Facebook as Sir Phoenix Black. I am on FetLife as Sir Phoenix Black. Um, you can reach me on any of those platforms. I am doing, I am presenting at Beyond Leather in Fort Lauderdale, and I am doing some demos around the country that they're not educational demos, they're skills demos mm-hmm. at um, for, for a tour called Cocktails and Condoms. I'm here in Atlanta. Um, just reach out nice. to me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hard to find. Fantastic. Thank you very much for being on. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much.